Hey babes, welcome to another episode of Heal and Thrive After Heartbreak, hosted by yours truly, Alexander Eva May. On this show, we get real about healing after heartbreak and thriving on the other side. Heartbreak warriors! How are my people? How are you guys doing? Back for another episode. That's amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like today's episode, don't forget to rate. Don't forget to write a review. Don't forget to subscribe. All these things help other people find the show. And I love, re- I read every review. I love reading them. I take them in and I reflect on how we can make the show better. Also, I've heard from some of you on Instagram. You've reached out. You've sent me messages. Honestly, you guys are amazing. I love connecting with you. So please, 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 please don't forget. Um, send me a message. Shoot me a message. Uh, connect with me. Say hi. Let me know what you're thinking of the show, of episodes, if one really resonates with you. If you've got an idea for a future episode, let me know. I'd love to put it out. I'll give you a shout out. Um, <laughs> I'd love to hear your ideas. As well, I've got a, a Patreon community that's started recently. There's, I think, four or five different levels of membership. It involves anything from shout outs on the show to actually getting a gift every month from me. There's one level of membership that has, um, you get a signed book from me. But the gift is, that's the most exciting part of the membership that I'm the most excited for because I'm going to pick out the most amazing things. Anything from like books I love, books that help with heartbreak or healing all the way to like some of my favorite products, things like that. So if you want to join the community on Patreon, Patreon, (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Anyways, the link is in the show notes. Click it. Pick your level of membership and I can't wait to see you there. Today's show is titled 10 Ways to Find Happiness During Your Heartbreak. Now, I want to make it clear from the beginning. There are more than 10 ways. <laughs> there are a lot more than 10 ways. But these are just some ways. Some ways that can really help. And maybe you've tried some ways and you're still not that happy. (laughs) So maybe you can pull something from this episode that can help you on your path to happiness and joy in your life. Uh, Maybe you can pull all the things or a few of the things. And like I said, there's a lot more, but I'm just going to talk about 10 today. And hopefully this can kind of get you going and inspire you. And maybe you'll think of your own ways as well. So during this time, it is so important to do what you can to find happiness in your life. Honestly, that should be your priority right now. You need to become the center of your world, and that means you need to prioritize your happiness. Way number one to do that is making time for your family. But I'm going to say this with a little bit of a but, an asterisk maybe, that's if your family is healthy. So if you if you have a healthy family with not toxicity, <laughs> then this is for sure a good thing to do. If your family isn't that healthy, you might want to skip past this and go to number two. But number one, make time for your family. So during this time, it's so important to make time for those uh, parents that raised you, for your brothers, your sisters, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, people that are in your family that you're close to. Time spent with them will remind you of your roots Your family will help you feel like you're home again. They will remind you who you were, who you are, and who you will become. And sometimes spending time with your family can really remind you of who you were before this whole heartbreak took over your life, before maybe you became a different version of yourself in the relationship or the marriage. Returning home to your family can really help 
remind you of the amazing person that you were and the amazing person that you are currently. You're just a little clouded over with heartbreak right now, but you are amazing under that cloud. So that family can really help. I know lots of girls like they, they, some say they're best friends with their mom or just being around their mom really lifts them up, makes them feel amazing. Being around their sister maybe is amazing and it really fills your heart. So make time for your family. The second way to find happiness during your split is to make time for your friends. Studies say that spending time with your friends is actually just as beneficial for your physical well-being as exercise and healthy nutrition. Boom. (laughs) It's right there. So actually, so like making time for girls' nights is just as important for your health as getting to the gym and eating an apple. So don't think of it as like wasting time or time away from, yeah, like things like the gym or whatever. No, it is just as important. So if you haven't scheduled a girls night in a while, you need to text your friends, you need to set something up, go out for dinner, like, I don't know, go on a girl's trip, whatever it might be, get it going. And also, during your relationship or your marriage or during this time of heartbreak, you may have neglected the relationships with some of your friends. It happens. That's okay. So now is the time to get back in touch, grab a coffee, go for drinks, just spend time with those people who love you and just want you to be happy. You'll instantly feel better after you spend some quality time with them. I know for me, after girls' nights, I just feel like my soul is full we laugh, we like, we just have a great time together. And I have the most amazing friends. So I love spending time with them. And it's just like good for me. And I think especially for women, because we're so we're such communicators, and we thrive off communicating and our, um, you know, getting in touch with our emotions with other women and, and also men too. I'm not gonna say not men, but I think it's just really important for us. That's such an important part of our life. So that's tip number two. The third way you can find happiness right now is finding a new passion. This can be easy for some people, but it can also be hard. If you are sitting there like, huh, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any passions. I don't know. (laughs) What you need to do is ask yourself, what have I always wanted to do? Dig deep to discover your true interests and passions. Pursue that thing that your heart is telling you. Maybe it's photography. Maybe you've always wanted to learn how to play guitar. I have a woman that I worked with or I might be currently working with, depending on when this episode comes out, but she realized that she really wanted to be a sports writer. Like, How amazing is that? And so whatever this passion is of yours, identify it and then go after it. And at first it might just be a hobby, but like some of these things can actually turn into full on side hustles or full on income earning things where it could become like a full-time job. But even if it doesn't, just pursuing a passion that's a hobby is amazing. It will build self-confidence. It will make you feel good about yourself. It will get your mind off your heartbreak. And it will also introduce you to new circles of friends. If you say take a guitar class with other people, you're bound to bump into other people at the class every week. If you start, say, a photography Instagram account, you might start connecting with people through Instagram about your photography. If you, like my friend, uh, pursue becoming a writer, a sports writer, like she's going to rub shoulders with other people in that industry. She's going to develop new connections and relationships. So it's going to help you in a variety of ways. And whatever it might be, just go after it with all your heart. Um, These new passions, these new hobbies are going to bring newfound joy to your life and you have no idea the journey that they will create for you. For me, I had a passion to start a blog and it led to me putting out a best-selling book. 
So like the sky is the limit, ladies. Like you have no idea what a passion can lead to. Tip number four is a little bit of a tricky one. And don't come at me if you don't agree. If you want to find happiness during your split, maybe now is the time to date. Like I said, don't come at me. Some of you may not be ready to date and that is 100% understandable and healthy. But if you feel like you're maybe ready to get back out there, give it a go. Will you meet the love of your life? No, not necessarily. I mean, the possibility exists, of course, but at the very least, you're going to meet some new people. And more than that, it will show you that there are other people out there. To be cliche, it will show you that there are many, many more fish in the sea or birds in the sky or whatever idiom you want to use. (laughs) There's so many people out there. Dating can be super fun. Just don't take it too seriously. Just, you know, if you're ready to kind of dip your toes back in the dating world, just look at it like this is a way to meet new people. Maybe have some laughs, have a good time. That's it. Look at it just like having some fun, getting to know some people, maybe get developing your idea of who you want to end up with. Uh, so dating might actually bring you some happiness. Now, if you don't feel ready, do not date. Stay away. Focus on yourself and your healing. Tip number five that you can do right now to find some serious happiness is travel. I know with COVID, travel is a lot more complicated and challenging, but if you live in a place where you can travel, I encourage you to do so, even if it's just a road trip to a city close by you or to the next province over or the next state over. It doesn't have to be some big thing, but it could be. Maybe you want to start planning like a big trip to Europe or something. This is so important. Maybe it's time for you to go all eat, pray, love, like I said, and have that big Europe trip. Take that huge trip you've been planning in your mind for years and years, possibly your whole life. There is nothing like world travel to completely blow your mind and discover new parts about yourself. And maybe this isn't a possibility for you because of COVID or uh, financial restraints or responsibilities or obligations. That's totally fine. In that case, like I mentioned, at the very least, try to take a weekend road trip or even a staycation, even that. There's just nothing quite like time away to help you reconnect with yourself. And if you go with friends, it helps reconnect your friendship and build that friendship up even that much more. Tip number five for this time is to treat yourself. Treat yourself. (laughs) Okay, I'll stop. Now is the time to treat yourself with ultimate kindness. Plan that spa day, redecorate your place buy that ridiculously overpriced pair of shoes or overpriced jacket or outfit or purse or whatever. The point is to put yourself first and do something just for you. Make yourself happy and do that thing you've been putting off. Time to spoil yourself, ladies. Don't hold yourself back. Money is important, right? And money can get in the way. But remember, money comes and goes. And sometimes spending on yourself is so important for your healing and it's worth spending a couple extra dollars. Which brings me to tip number seven, maybe it's time for a makeover. So a lot of women actually do this after a split, they will cut their hair, they will dye their hair. Like for example, are you brunette, but you've always wanted to go blonde? Well, go for it. Have you you always kept your hair long because, well, you liked it or maybe your ex liked it, but you've always wanted to kind of, you've had it in your idea, you want to try like a cute um, bob or like a pixie cut, get yourself to a stylist. Just do it. Why not? It's just hair. (laughs) Hair grows out. You can recolor it. If it's a bad cut, you can grow it on out, like I said. Um, So definitely play with your hair if you want to try something new. I want you to think about your skincare. Are you using crappy products? 
Now is the time to invest in some good skincare. When our skin looks nice on our face, we feel better. So look into maybe getting yourself some great skincare. Go through your wardrobe and decide what stays and what you desperately need to get rid of. For example, that pair of jeans that's in the back of your closet that you wore in high school. Ladies, those jeans need to go. You're not... (laughs) Number one, you're probably not going to fit back in them. Number two, like you're not going to wear the, the, the style again. Number three, there is so many new jean companies out there. So many new <laughs> styles. Get rid of the high school jeans or whatever you're hanging on to that is ugly, that has holes in it, that it does not fit your style. I saw this thing once, uh, someone on TV, they were a makeover person. I think it was Clinton. Stacey and Clinton, anyone remember what not to wear? <laughs> anyone? Um, anyways, one of the hosts said, if you haven't worn it in a year, don't let it take up space in your closet. So really look at what's in your closet. And once you make some room by getting rid of things, then it's time to buy yourself some new pieces that make your heart happy. Are you heartbroken and sick of it? Have you tried all the things and all the strategies and you're still not healing? Did you just go through a massive split or divorce and you just want to get to the other side? Don't worry, I got your back. Head to my Instagram at the Alexandra Eva May to find out about current courses and coaching where I hold your hand through this whole thing, give you actionable strategies so you can get to the side of healing and you can thrive as the incredible woman that you are. Tip number eight is to make yourself a dream board. Now, right now, this might sound a little bit cheesy to you, but I want you to stick with me. The essential idea behind a dream board is to think about your dreams and true passions and to represent those dreams in a physical way. So you don't necessarily need to do a traditional dream board where you cut and paste and you have the big poster board. Maybe you do uh, something on the internet. Maybe it's web-based. Maybe you do a mind map. Maybe it's just a list, like a dream list. Um, Either way, once you have the board, whatever it looks like, you can remind yourself every day about what you want for your life moving forward. To help you get started making your dream board, you could read different articles about dream boards. You can ask friends. The important thing here is just to have a physical something or other that you can look at. Don't just put in your brain. (laughs) Actually have something created that you can look at and you'd be surprised how many dreams you actually manifest and make come true when they're in front of your face every single day. At the very least, it gets your head in that space of trying to achieve these dreams. And while you're looking at it, you'll start to think, well, how can I do that? If I have a dream, what are the things, steps I need to take to achieve that dream? If I have a dream to put out a book, what do I need to do? You'll start to think of the actions that you can do and implement to make your dreams a reality. And heartbreak and after a breakup, after the end of a marriage is the perfect time to go after every single dream of yours. So that dream board could really get that on a roll. Tip number nine is to volunteer. We focus a lot on enriching our physical health through exercise and nutrition. We focus on improving our mental health by spending time with loved ones, going to therapy, all of the different things. Uh, We focus on enriching our spiritual health through religion or yoga or some other spiritual connection. But we don't really focus much on enriching our whole spirit by giving back to others. Volunteering is an unbelievable way to connect with other people and help make this world a better place. 
And it's also an amazing way to bring meaning and happiness to your life. I knew a woman, she was going through uh, a divorce after I think 25 years. I actually wrote about this in my book. She could barely get herself out of bed, out of the house, um, but she decided to commit to volunteering once a week at a homeless shelter. It was hard at first, but eventually she really looked forward to it. And eventually it became like the highlight of her week. She loved it so much. She said it was the one thing that healed her heart. She said it gave her something else to focus on besides her broken heart. It made her feel amazing because she saw the impact she was having on these people. She made incredible connections that she said changed her life. And she said out of anything she did, and she she did all the healing things out of anything. She said it was the most powerful thing she did. So you could look into volunteering. It doesn't have to be a big thing like volunteering at a homeless shelter. You could volunteer at a library. You could volunteer with kids. You can volunteer at a senior center. You could even just go around the neighborhood and ask people if they need help around the house, uh, things like that. But just know that by putting yourself in that position of uh, providing service to others, you are going to serve yourself. To give is to live, folks. So get out there and volunteer in some capacity. And my last tip for this episode, tip number 10, is to give gratitude. Live a life of gratitude. Think about all those amazing things in your life and be thankful. Give gratitude every day for something, even for the little things. Giving gratitude will remind you of all the wonderful things you do have in your life and all the beautiful things you have to look forward to in your future. Gratitude actually has been proven to change the way we think about our life. It has been proven to drastically improve mental health. A lot of the thoughts in our head become things. So if you're thinking that you have nothing to be thankful for and you have nothing in your life, that becomes a thing in your life. It becomes a truth. It becomes a reality. The only way to break that toxic kind of cycle of negative thoughts is to put new thoughts in there. And the way you can do that is with gratitude. I know how hard it can be if you feel like you have nothing to be thankful for, but start small. Start with, I'm thankful for the cup of coffee that I'm drinking right now. I'm thankful for my shower every day because there's people that don't get to do that. I'm thankful for my bed. I'm thankful for my warm home because there's people that are sleeping in minus 30 degrees Celsius, which for those people that are in Fahrenheit is effing cold. There's people that are sleeping out there on the streets. They don't have a warm home. So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for this chance to start over again. I'm thankful for this chance to rediscover myself. Sit there for five minutes and just start listing off things that you're thankful for and watch as you feel better and you feel happier. And if you make this a practice of doing it every day, watch how you get happier in your life in general. Some people like to keep a gratitude journal where they write down what they're thankful for. So maybe that's something that you want to do, uh, invest in, buy yourself a journal at the dollar store and it can become your gratitude journal. And when you're journaling about gratitude, sometimes it helps to do it at the same time every day. So maybe you write when you wake up or right before you go to bed or just do it whenever you feel the need, I guess. Those are my tips for today. There are a ton more, but those are just what I'm going to share today. If you actually want to read about more, I've got so many strategies in my book, Her Awakening, One Woman's Journey to Healing After Divorce. It's filled with how I healed. It's filled with actionable strategies, and it might really help you on your healing journey after your heartbreak. I know in the subtitle of my book, it says after divorce, but these strategies that I lay out are relevant to anybody who is healing their heart and starting over and just on a journey of self-love 
and self-discovery. You can pick up my book on Amazon. You can also head to my Instagram at the Alexander Eva May and it's right there in the link. Thanks for listening to the episode. I love connecting with listeners. Please, 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 please feel free to slide into my DMs, connect with me, say hi, send me an email, all the things. You can connect with me on Instagram at the Alexandra Eva May. You can find me on Pinterest at the Alexandra Eva May or on Twitter at Alexandra Eva May. And while you're at it, make sure to pick up my new book, Her Awakening, One Woman's Journey to Healing After Divorce. It is a bestseller. It's all about my journey to heal after divorce and how I healed and thrived. You can grab it on Amazon or you can pick it up on my Instagram. The link is right there.